0: what it do baby it's your boy mr pro fights be like here on the pro fights be like podcast and today we have journalists turned rapper turned trapper <laughs> i'm just kidding on the trapper part my bad fam we got china lovelace on how you doing fam
1: hey thank you for having me
0: oh yeah for sure for sure we had to have you stop by the podcast and you know get to know a little bit more about you i feel like people always see your name Mm-hmm. Um, see you with dancing in the videos, but don't really know, <laughs> but don't really know, you know, they they need to know about you know who you are as a person. So I okay. appreciate you uh coming on here.
1: No so, problem, um, my business just a little
0: bit. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, just a little bit, okay, yeah, just, just let us step into the room for a little bit. Okay. Um, so tell us about yourself, um, where are you from, uh, where you uh, went to school, major, um.
1: Chapter, okay.
0: all of all of that.
1: Okay, so I am originally from the Bay Area. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up in San Leandro, and then I moved to the Central Valley to Stockton when I was twelve. So I read both
0: 619
1: 619 No two hundred
0: nine. Stockton is hundred nine. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad. Okay, yeah. Okay. My bad. I'm said tripping. See here I go. It's okay, <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so I always read both because the Bay Area birthed me, but Stockton raised me. So Um, yeah I grew up in Stockton Um, my mom got married to my stepdad and my life just changed like I wanted a big-ass family and he's family with damn near everybody in Stockton so I was good in in all parts of town okay
0: (laughs) good on every Martin Luther King okay (laughs) um, Okay.
1: so yeah I grew up on the South Side Um, education was something that has been instilled in me from my great-grandmother to my mom to my biological dad so um I always knew like I was going to college it didn't matter which college it just I knew I was going but um I knew about HBCUs I knew about like Clark and FAMU and uh those schools but I didn't know about Virginia State until BET College Hill came out so once College Hill came out I was like oh I'm going there okay I went there, I uh, got my Bachelor's of Arts in Mass Communication, and it was the best the best HBCU experience I could have ever wanted.
0: So you went f- all the way from the West Coast, mm-hmm. all the way to the East Coast. How was that? Because, you know, it's a different culture. It's definitely a different time setting. they three yes. hours ahead of you, your family.
1: Mm-hmm. How, how was
0: that experience?
1: Um, it was amazing. It was a culture shock because that was my first time ever getting on a plane. And what benefited me was my stepdad. He got family everywhere. Like uh, one of his first cousins lived in uh, Chesterfield County, which was like 15 minutes away from my university. So uh-huh. I never went, out, went without like having a family aspect because when you coming from California, like you don't get to go home. But for me, summer and winter. <laughs> so Thanksgiving, yeah. like I went to my uh, cousin Sabrina house, ate down. <laughs> so I was good there. And then at virginia state like my freshman year like i met my best friends from college that i'm still friends with today they're from the dmv so i got to experience like the dmv culture like i remember the first time i heard go go i'm like what is this and then Baltimore club music i'm like what is this i've never heard of it before so it was definitely a culture shock but in a good way because i was homesick for like the first week but once i started meeting friends i was outside i was good
0: <laughs> yeah i feel you uh what years were you at virginia state
1: So I was out there uh, August 2008 until May 2012. So class of 2012. I did my four years. I had to do summer school one year. I remember my last year, I took like, my last semester, I took like 26 credit hours. My mom was like, you better graduate in the spring. We coming from too far. And if that weather be bad, do not graduate in the fall. So I had to graduate in the spring.
0: Oh, so you're different. 26 credit (laughs) hours?
1: Yes. Yeah, but I had some really easy classes like my last semester. Like I was in a Virginia State University Gospel Corral world renown. So I got a point for that. So it wasn't that bad. No.
0: Nah, 26 credit. I don't care if it's 26 credit I was at ICDC College. 26 credit I was is 26 credit hours. See, it, it, I knew you was crazy a little bit. 26 credit hours, fam. Like, I had to, you had, I had to be, to be up, up all night. night.
1: Because, though, so like, freshman year, you know the school kind of like well I don't know about your school but Virginia State like my freshman year they kind of like laid it out for me so they gave me my own schedule but it was like classes that I didn't want to take because I'm like I just took music appreciation in high school I'm not taking this again and then you yes. know you fail a couple classes so I was like technically behind my friends like they were sophomores I was still technically a freshman so I had to like catch up to graduate on time but I did it so
0: you had to do what you had to do I, to I do guess I more to. power to a hey, foe in fo out you got it done <laughs> yeah (laughs) so uh mass communication why Mm -hmm. did you choose that as a major
1: um I always knew I wanted to work in entertainment like in high school like you don't know what you really want to do but I'm like I want to work in entertainment and one day I want to work for BET so I was like I'm gonna do communications so I um had that as my major but my sophomore year we took a tour at the Virginia State University radio station WVST and that changed the whole trajectory of my college experience I was like, ooh. Cause I think I was like on academic probation at the time or had just been on academic probation. And I was like, you you messing up and you, this is what you really want to do. I (laughs) I had a a reality check. I got it together. Um, I volunteered the whole, uh, like from my sophomore year to up until after I graduated at the station. And that's how I got my break in the industry.
0: Okay. That's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. So let's get into, um, Alpha Kappa Alpha what, what chapter did you cross and when did you cross
1: yes yeah, so I, I definitely tried at Virginia State didn't make the line there and I mean it was fine because I was like okay I'm a, I really want to be an AK so um it was crazy because like I lived in North Carolina so I was like looking into chapters there and then I moved back to California so when I moved back to California um one of these girls that I'm not even friends with anymore she was like girl come with me to this event that the AKs is having I'm like girl I just moved back to California I don't even got a job <laughs> But it didn't matter because I God put me where I needed to be. So I met the women of Alpha New Omega. Um, that is the first graduate chapter in Northern California, second in California, period. So my chapter got some you know legacy with it.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah,
1: period. So um, so yeah, I met the women there and I was just like, okay, this is this is where I need to be at. And um, I was fortunate to become a member. Spring twenty seventeen, you know, fifteen tail club.
0: Okay, that's what's up, fam. So why, why Alpha Kappa Alpha?
1: Why not? Like, no, no, for real. Like, I. I from <laughs> that's such
0: a you answer. <laughs> like, that's such not. a you answer. <laughs> but
1: coming from California and like me going to HBCU, kind of being like a first generation college student, I didn't really know about a lot, a lot of sororities. Like, you know, some people coming to HBCUs, they got the whole lineage. Like, their family is just all of something that wasn't my case though like of course I like looked at everybody on the campus and did my research and then by the time I was a senior I was just like had a lot of interaction with the AKs I've done my research I know about the legacy that they have and their first and just the genuine connections like um I just I just felt like it resonated with me the most and I was just like this is something I want to be a part of especially with the sisterhood and the connections
0: that's what's up that's what's up glad you found that sisterhood that you were willing to be a part of and um now look at you now thanks yeah. spring 17 okay spring 17 What's yeah that? you got what six years in the game okay
1: mm-hmm. yeah, it don't six even years in long.
0: yeah yeah no that's that. six years is a long time for real like, mm-hmm. like a lot of people like i ah, ain't because i've been I'm, i'll be 11 in the fall oh so, yeah like, you're real old. But, oh, <laughs> but i but listen i crossed fall 12 but i graduated 2014 so mm-hmm. i'm old in alpha you know yeah. but you know i'm younger in age you know so that be tripping some people too sometimes because right. i've been at this for a while uh, yeah. but now six years is, is that you got you got some skin in the game for sure yeah.
1: i feel like i got enough but i feel like the thing about aka is like you're always learning like and i like that about like my sorority like the sorority that i have a relationship with i can ask them questions like hey is this okay can i do this i checked the manual on the handbook but is this cool so it's was like, I'm just glad that like I can continue to grow and excel within a sorority. So it's good.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned um, you got back to Cali.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you didn't have a job before you went to the AK event. What was <laughs> no. your first job out of college?
1: Um, oh, my first job out of college. Well... That's kind of hard. Well, it's not a hard question because I'm like, I already had a job when I graduated. So I was already working at Capital One. So I was working at the okay. college. School. But it mm-hmm. wasn't like a, a job that I wanted. It was just like, okay, this is going to pay my bills. Because my parents was like, are you going to come back, California? Are you going to stay? I'm like, I'm staying. I got a job. I'm you know just trying to figure out my adulthood. But I would say like one of the first jobs in the industry yeah. um, that mattered to me was uh, working at 99.5 gyms and rolling up Rapid, North Carolina. So the relationship that I built with alum that worked at Virginia State previously at the radio station, they helped me get that job. And I still have a relationship with them today.
0: OK, uh, so walk us through your your resume of, uh, you know, <laughs> being in the industry and um, using that mass communications degree.
1: hmm. OK, so I was China Chanel. That was my radio name. <laughs> china
0: chanel okay you used to wear like the little earrings and shit like the no, I just, like the chanel earrings or something like
1: no i just been trying since since college since 2012 it's just been a name i created and kind of just it just took it and just now they know me as china which is which is cool
0: yeah for sure um so
1: yes yeah, so i was working at 99, five gm still working at capital one but i would just work there sunday I, uh one day a week i was making 7.25 an hour nothing And um, I was there almost a year. I was the only female that was working there, but I got laid off. So I moved to Charlotte off of the strength of a opportunity of me working at another radio station that never existed. (laughs) But I still had a full-time job. Like I worked at a call center. Like one thing about me, like while I was pursuing my career in the media industry, I worked a lot of call center jobs and like a lot of like admin jobs. Um, So I moved to Charlotte. I worked at a call center and I quit that job interned at charlotte motor speedway in their pr department loved it it was a great experience like it taught me so much about writing and like you know that's when social media was like becoming a thing where businesses were on twitter so i learned how to you know do social media from a, a professional standpoint um couldn't find a job when the internship ended so i went to verizon wireless call center was depressed Hated it, worked at a radio station there too, but I was on the promotions team. It was it was okay, but it wasn't what I wanted to do like being on air. Um, from there, I quit, uh, I quit Verizon, moved back to California, was still working at a job that wasn't in the industry. I was like working at an office or something like that and started volunteering at a TV station. I was like, I can do this on my own. It wasn't really going the way I wanted it to do. So I, I started my own platform, Always Relevant TV, um, and I, I've done different things. Like I've covered like red carpet events. Like the first event I covered was the Amber Rose slut walk. Um, but mostly okay. I went to like the baddies West premiere. So I've just done different on-air things with my platform. Um, fast forwarding it a little bit during the pandemic, I was working at a nonprofit, got fired from that job, but I was working, um, part-time at another blog. Um, I had got a job there as a writer through a soror. So shout out to the Sorge Rosalyn because she looked out out. and um, from there I ended up quitting and I seen a job at the shade room one of my friends that is a data she was like girl the shade room is hiring and it was funny because she had told me twice while I was working at this other outlet like oh you should be at the shade room I was like I'm not ready then when I quit I was like let me apply and so I got the job at the shade room and I've been there almost three years in September
0: that's what's up that's what's up and that's how you landed where you are now mm-hmm. um so I guess how was that interviewing process
1: um it wasn't hard I think I was nervous because just because it is the shade room and it's just like I feel like I suck at interviews like I, I feel like I've gotten better over the years but I feel like I've been through so many job interviews like jobs that I really didn't really wanted that I didn't get so it's always makes me nervous, but I felt like I just, I always go in a room and just show up as myself. Sometimes I feel like I'm too honest because it's like, well, why did you leave your last job? But I was just like, you know, I kind of just told them and they was like, okay. And when uh-huh. I told my friends the feedback, they was like, China, you said all that. I was like, yeah, but I got the job though. <laughs> so, so what, uh, what
0: feedback did you share? I'm, I'm interested in hearing this now.
1: Um, I think I was just. It ain't kinda- got to
0: be all the jobs, but the no, 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 main one I,
1: of them. I think it was like, the feedback that I, sh- I think I was, w- I was just saying, cause like some people will ask you like why you left a job and I think right. my reasoning for leaving the last job was just, uh, I think I probably just was boiling it down to the communication and the structure of how the company was ran. And so my friends were kind of like, you probably shouldn't have said all that, but if I'm look if I'm leaving a job because they don't have structure and that's something that I'm seeking for. And this company is telling me all the structural things that they have in place and systems and processing. I think it kind of works on my advantage.
0: Yeah, so. definitely. Um, yeah. so I guess uh for those who don't know, I mean everybody <laughs> know who you is, but for right. those who don't know, let them know what you do for the shade room.
1: So yes, yeah, um, I am one of the hosts of the shade room's radio show, TSR Live on amp. It's on hiatus, but I'm still one of the hosts, so I'm gonna brag about that. Okay.
0: For sure.
1: Um, and I'm a writer there, so you probably have seen me. Um, post some of the tea post some of the exclusives recently i posted um the very first photos of miracle Watts and tyler Lepley's son's eye so i'll be getting the exclusive tea and um i always try to promote hbcus like that's one of the things that i i definitely try to promote while i'm working there um hbcus i just uh shot shot outed the whole uh spring 23 that just crossed for probate season so those are some of the posts you might have seen from me
0: that's what's up that's what's up way to put that hbcu culture and black greek culture um to all the uh roommates um that follow that platform um Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. applaud you for doing that because Mm -hmm. um black greekdom is is important um Mm -hmm. just think about all the people who come from our organizations who have done great things
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: shout out for you shout out to you for using that platform what'd you say
1: i said we be outside be,
0: Yeah, we be outside for sure for sure yeah. um angelica um that's the founder's <laughs> name right yeah
1: we call
0: her angie but okay. angie oh my bad you know i, nice know, I know angie turns with her so <laughs> i'm gonna call her <laughs> angie for right now um okay. i guess how, how how is she as a person um
1: so i really like her like i but the thing is with the shade room because we're all remote and we live in different places i just met majority well damn near everybody that I work with I've only met like a handful so I met majority of my teammates my manager and Angie for the first time uh what was the retreat in January I think it was in January we had a retreat and it was really cool like you know she has a lot of pride for her company um you know her morals and things like that so I think she's cool I think you know she's she was ahead of the curve very innovative um and even like Uh, if she sees us doing things personally like you know she'll shout us out for that and you know even with my song that I dropped she was like I've seen your song I'm like I didn't know you seen it so you know she's just I think she's real positive and you know I like her
0: that's what's up that's what's up um I guess what's your favorite uh what's your favorite thing about working for the shade room
1: um my favorite thing is I think I like it because of the visibility like if I post something and it resonates with somebody they'll reach out to me and be like thank you so much for covering this like you know I didn't know about this or more people need access to this um or just like how you can get connected to people just by a simple post like it may be something small to me like I'm just doing my job but it could be really big to somebody else so I definitely like the the accessibility and the visibility that comes from working my job with my job so yeah that's like one of my favorite things
0: yeah and I think that's the power of being like a writer slash journalist slash Thank influencer <laughs> slash days of social media you know um right you kind of have that impact on people because mm-hmm. yes you know um these are brands but there are still people behind these brands mm-hmm. like me for example um I try to use my page as a an outlet for you know to have bring the Black Greek the black Greek culture together yeah. um, while also using my personal experiences to connect with people. So right. um, I'm always big on making sure my captions are on point because mm-hmm. I want to make sure I'm leaving my touch on it to whether right. it's something motivational or whether it's something funny or relatable to somebody so that at least one person can definitely feel where I'm coming from. Um, yeah. So I think uh, you definitely do a good job at doing that too so Ooh, shout out dude, to you i
1: appreciate that because yeah, like everybody like the shade room they don't everybody don't be feeling what i be putting out so i appreciate the support
0: hey listen hey and i i get it you know like that's one thing like it's not meant for everybody you know mm-hmm. um the people who it, it'll resonate with they there for a reason and they'll see it you know you can't please everybody right. i learned that a long time ago because uh i think uh and that's why so me personally um mm-hmm. I've had profiles be like my Instagram page since 2013 mm, okay. Um, and oh, 10 years. yeah it's coming up on 10 years yeah. in December in December December uh 23rd to okay. be exact um and it was a private page for the longest like mm. my first six months I had 10,000 followers this and, that and the other you know I was in college yeah. you know um and I wanted to keep it private so I had it private for the longest mm-hmm. um I I I think I had a private all the way up until like June of 2020 or something before someone was saying, Hey, you know, like you, you put yeah. out a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not only for, you know, black Greeks, but for black people in general. Um, yeah. so uh, I think it was, you know, finally time to evolve and make my page public so that more people can see, um, because, you know, like the stuff I was posting, like, I'm thinking like, Hey, this is just for, you know, black Greeks, but, right. um, it it can touch up it can touch a lot more people now i'm not going to say everything i post on my page everybody likes but right. like i was just saying like you know every, it's you're not going to be able to please everybody um so we just got to do what we do right yeah for
1: sure yeah. i yeah. didn't even realize the page was private
0: yeah it was <laughs> i was i was private for about 7 years
1: yeah
0: my page was private for a long time uh, but it was time to open up the floodgates of heaven
1: don't Here get me you. to start
0: singing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but nah, no, that,
0: like that that's what's up. Who's, uh, I assume, with, you know, work for the Shade Room, you had all the red carpets. Like, you probably been to the Met Gala. You probably got an mm-hmm. invite to the Rock Nation brunch. I don't know. But I Be guess.
1: Because I haven't been any of those places yet.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Mm-mm. See, that's okay. one thing about my job. Like, I do go to events, but like, I wish I could go to more events um and do like red carpet with the shade room like we have like set people that have their set roles but you know one day I would like to be on the red carpet like I'm in CSR y'all but no I haven't been to the Met Gala I've covered it on the page but I haven't been
0: okay all right
1: yeah. I wish yeah. I was at the Met Gala it looked like it's fun
0: <laughs> hopefully you get to go to the BT Awards
1: that I, fingers crossed i'm like god somebody get me in that bag.
0: <laughs> that'll be lit actually about three episodes ago i had my pro fight on here uh, mm-hmm. with two black nerds shout out two black nerds um and uh they have their own podcast he actually works for B- bt he's like the social media manager for bt or something i'm like
1: um,
0: <laughs> hey so hopefully he listening um somehow right. y'all connect I don't know how that's going to work, but, and yeah, okay. and you know, with the BT Awards being in Cali, like, you know, there ain't nothing for you. That's within state, you know, Yeah, know you're like, in NorCal.
1: No, no, because I'm. Oh, wait, I'm, you're in LA, I'm right? Oh, you're in
0: LA now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, far I stay, now.
1: Like, Right down the street from where the um the arena is, like Staples Center, but the, yeah. the place that they have the awards, so I'm like, literally, I can get in a, I can walk over there if I wanted to. I mean, it oh. me time. I, I'm not in walking distance, but I'm just saying, like, if I need to get there, I'll get there.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully shoot, I was trying to figure out if I'm gonna make it, man. Cause it's, you know, 50 years of hip hop, like this I is know. it's gonna be a big like this BT Awards, mm-hmm. it's about to be cracking for sure.
1: Yeah, um, for just sure.
0: think about all the songs that then came out the last 50 years in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, that's then impacted the culture. And that's speaking of songs, oh yeah, definitely. And speaking <laughs> of songs, let's get to your song.
1: Yes, pretty girl freestyle.
0: pretty girl freestyle Mm -hmm. all right so what made you go from journalist to rapper
1: um it's so weird because like i have my song out that beat king produced but i never never really envisioned me like being an artist and it kind of feels weird to say that i'm an artist but it's like i gotta put on that artist hat because i technically am an artist so like um last year i just i didn't i didn't even tell many people I think I told my sister, my sister the Delta, and she's the one featured in the, the music video, my blood sister, say mama, y'all. Okay, because we ain't gonna get into it, but I don't <laughs> <get into> <laughs> But um, I told her, like, I wanna do a song, I wanna do a cute song, you know, shouting out the HBCUs and the Greeks. And so this year I just hit a B King. We have a relationship, um, we bet off social media. Um, I hit him up. I was like, hey, I want to do a song. Can you help me? And he's like, yeah. He's like, have you ever recorded a song? I said, no. He's like, all right, come to Houston, take two days off work, and we're going we gonna to make you a a rapper. <laughs> so um, I met him at his house. Like, B-King is so cool. Like, um, when you meet people in the industry, like, you ne- like of course, people want to be attached to you because where you work at, but he's never been on some just, like, what can you do for me type thing? Like, we literally can just talk, hey, how you doing? Just he's just super genuine, like, I really re- appreciate him and his friendship, like, and just, he's, he beat king like, God, like, he's the Club
0: Godzilla, I ain't tricking, I'm, hey, hey, club, hey, he got me through, Beat king Club Godzilla, he, he got me through college, like,
1: yes, that head, hold
0: up, he, hold that. like, yeah, yeah, hey.
1: and so I know, like, you went to school deep down south, but, like, for me, I'm not gonna sit here and act like, I've been listening to B kings music for a long time because on the West Coast it do take a, a music a lot longer to get out here. So when I yeah. heard about them leave, I'm like, what? So like, I found out about him through them leave, but I had just been tagging him and like anytime that song would come on and I'm out turning up. And eventually, I guess he must have seen a post on the shade room and we just connected through the DMs and you know met in real life. So yeah, yeah he's super cool.
0: Yeah, like. 2012 2013 b king <laughs> oh my goodness because yeah, I, I went yeah. to mizzou i'm in missouri mm-hmm. st louis to be exact and hey okay. maybe even a, as early as like 2011 2012 i can't remember but mm-hmm. i remember when i was an alpha we was playing b king mm-hmm. all in our parties like b king or get a a as soon as that beat drops mm-hmm it's a rap that's that's what's up though i figured he was always a cool dude um especially yeah, you know cool. like it's social media so you really don't know how people are in person but yes. on you know, social media he he seems like a, a real cool dude for sure so mm-hmm. i'm glad you were able to connect with him and get this song going
1: yeah and he made the process like he made the process so simple and like because i mean okay so I, I got to his house and his girlfriend telling me she, is, she was there too she she does music as well um, she has the viral song twerk on everybody. So they both was there hyping me up. They was like, girl, you need a drink. You, you two like stiff. I'm like, okay, let me like calm down because I was so huh, nervous. Huh.
0: You was in there like this. And
1: shit. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what, what's going to happen. Because um, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I think he going to help me write. And so he made the beat just from scratch. And I'm like, okay, this is tough. And then I'm thinking like, okay, well, he didn't send me the beat in advance. I don't know what the song going to be. I know the concept. But then he started making a beat, and I started hearing it. I'm vibing. I started writing. He was like, "Like, okay, like you need to say it like this. Like you need to have more energy." So he like really coached me through the whole process, and we got a bop.
0: Yeah, we 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 got a bop. We got a bop.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: hopefully, uh, you don't sue me for uh using this right now.
1: Oh, um, I ain't suing nobody. Uh, hopefully, I don't get I don't get uh
0: taken down for. Copyright infringement or nothing, but I had to I had to, so sure I had to make sure I had yeah, it queued up for for the people who ain't listen.
1: Girls,
0: pretty girl freestyle. Try to love lace.
1: You know just who I bought. I'm that pretty <laughs> Deep in this video, ain't that? But you know I don't text that baby. I can't even talk to you.
0: But y'all Hold on, wait a minute. I got to stop it right there. Why you do IOTAs like that?
1: Okay. <laughs> so, if you pay attention to all of the lyrics in the song, I'm kind of playing off of the stereotypes that they say about organization. So, what I say, I can't I can take back. I can't even talk to you. Y'all say the Ks don't text back, so there's the stereotype right there.
0: And I peep that stereotype about you not texting back. hmm uh
1: um, you be thinking <laughs> oh, I, yeah.
0: I see you with the freestyle. I see you with the freestyle. I don't leave it. I I'm, I'm going to let it keep going.
1: Cuz I got my questions. You bet hold on your man when we act up here, going get chopped. Don't be mad when you see our letters on our chest and we be strolling through the party and y'all got to stop. Uh-uh, don't try to break our line. Turn me up. Why your face so ugly?
0: Look at you strolling.
1: Okay. Sponsor
0: that video. <laughs> and that's on 1908. Yeah. And that's on
1: 1908. But that's yeah.
0: What's up? Okay. Now that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, break break down break down your thought process of putting this freestyle out there. Um, of oh. course, you said you want to shout out, you know, HBCU's and Greek mm-hmm. culture. How did you get all the Greeks in the video? Like, did you send out a mass email? Not a mass email.
1: But. Uh, <laughs> so all of the Greeks that are in the video, I'm friends with in real life. Um, mine is one of the SG roles because my cousin is the SG row, So she kind of like handled her organization. But everybody I'm in the video with, I know I'm cool with, I rock with, um, especially the iotas. I just want to go back to that because as I stated, i played playing onto the stereotypes. Never meant to disrespect anybody, but the iota that did me wrong
0: he knows that. Oh, wait a minute. Time out. We got some, we got some shade room tea here. We got to so, back yeah. up. What? what and, and Iota did you wrong?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did me wrong. So you if you, her, know, you, you know, you uh, know, and that's why.
0: You, you can't explain. He's not where
1: that boo.
0: Okay. Mm. Oh, so it's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I ain't going to, I ain't going to get, I ain't going st- to have you step into my room and sh- share the tea, but uh and wow.
1: that's why i'm
0: on the other side of 1911 <laughs> all right cool mm. gotcha okay it's it's making sense now the lyrics are coming together see and that's why you need to ask people about their lyrics because you mm-hmm. just never know what's happening because i'm mm-hmm. like dang why she do the iotas like that like they actually pretty cool but you know no the
1: iotas <laughs> are definitely cool I, I mean, but no but
0: that one that one that no, one no. He, no. he had me messed up but the yes.
1: iotas in general and everybody like, the song is about Greek unity. I went in order of founding year. And I, I guess some people were mad about me saying the if you ever see me with Ks, Delta Zetas, and then an S.G. Rose, you better hold on to your man because when we act up, he gonna get chose. And to explain that, that means all of us, we're all acting up, we outside, we having fun. So anybody man can get snatched. That don't mean the K's snatching your man. Comprehension is low.
0: People, people don't listen for real. For real, I don't
1: listen. They don't listen to understand or comprehend. They, people have selective hearing, so
0: yeah. And I think that's what's different with me. Like when it comes to like music, like I like mm-hmm. to, you know, dissect what's what's happening because, like, yeah, you just never know what what. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm glad you finally explained it for the people who who didn't get it in the back. Because they was
1: dragging me on uh, Watch the Yard. And I was just like, why are um, certain sororities upset? I don't, I didn't get it. I didn't like that. Um, But that I think that even though I work in the shade room and like when I was um a part of the radio show and they would post our clips, like we would get backlash there and they'd be like, oh, they need a bigger couch or these girls look crazy or blah, blah, blah. So I was just like, dang, I wasn't expecting backlash from the Greeks because I'm like, I didn't say nothing wrong, but. Everybody's
0: not gonna like what I do, and that's fine. I'm not for everybody. Yep, like I said earlier, it's not mm-hmm. gonna be for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't even see. Well, I haven't looked at anybody else's comments. um I stopped but, looking, like,
1: because it yeah, was just you, too much.
0: You can't, like I said, you can't be worried about what other people's saying. But you know, mm-hmm. you got that pretty girl pre- freestyle out, mm-hmm. produced by Bink Beat King, shot by Babyface.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh! And he's only twenty. He oh, that, so he
0: did little. a good job.
1: He is so dope. Like any other videos I do, I'm I'm getting him
0: because he was yeah. dope. Yeah, definitely for sure. Next time you make another uh D9 uh song, mm-hmm. if you do, I got to be in that mug, like, a walking or something. You know, like I I got to do my. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Man. I'm I'm <laughs> one and done
0: with Greek songs. <laughs> you want to done with Greek, <laughs> Greek songs? Oh man, they didn't ruin the experience. Ah, oh.
1: and I don't want to. I mean, I'm always I'm gonna be in this day. So like. Yeah yeah, I want, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to too, but I, I'm always going to have AK on my back, but I don't want my whole persona to be a, associated with the Greeks. Like, because I do a lot of different things. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know, as I'm a, a new artist and trying to figure out like what my lane is and what my style is, like, I know how I like to dress. And if I want to dress like more Brazilian, I can't be talking about AK and uh, my titties is out. Like, that's not going to work together. So, yeah, I think that's I think that's my one and done. I'm, I'm trying to. Do a
0: remix like that's something I'm thinking about doing. Um, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. I'm coming on a remix and I'm rapping A5A. If you hey. right, let me stop, let me stop, man. You know, y'all want to hear these bars, man. You know, I might have a little something, something in, the, in the arsenal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, uh, tell us how you became a trap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I mean, you're going from journalist to rapper to, I mean, like, so something else has got to be next. So, what's next for China Lovelace?
1: um so i am doing a tour if, oh i like to sponsor my tour i'm taking all sponsors because i need them but um it's not out there but i i will be at you know maybe a greek picnic near you maybe once. okay two, but i'm gonna be outside this summer promoting my song and um you know i'm still at the shade room that's my full-time job this is just something i'm doing on the side and wherever god take it that's where he take it
0: yeah for sure
1: mm-hmm.
0: who would you say is um so since we on the topic of music,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's your favorite artist? And not on some uh what's the name of that show that's on uh swarm, not on some swarm shit, but no, who's your favorite uh, artist?
1: Mm-mm. So um music, rap-wise, like Megan the Stallion is definitely my favorite rapper. At- um, and the old Dom Kennedy is is my favorite guy rapper. The new okay. Dom is doing some some different stuff, but like the From the West Side with Love, one and two yellow album, I love those. Okay, Um, I definitely got to talk about the Bay Area legends. E forty too short. Um, Mr. Fab, love Mr. Fab. So betcha
0: I can dance the whole song and don't spill it. Drink Mm -hmm. in my hand and you know I'm gonna Mm -hmm. yield it. We got a whole dance to that here in Missouri. Really? Yeah, it's called the Don't. Well, yeah, we got a whole dance to it here in Missouri. Um, that we made up at Mizzou actually.
1: I gotta see it because I I don't know many people well i know i know the bay area had like a good run um in like missouri because even like mac dre used to go to like uh kansas city City,
0: that's the reason why i don't
1: Um, yeah so i don't i haven't heard about that so i gotta see
0: it yeah we have a dance we made up to that song (laughs) um it was a group called uh mizzou black men's initiative we call it the nbmi Mm. shuffle that we made up a dance uh to that song. Um, mm-hmm. and since Missouri Mizzou is like a conglomerate of St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh Kansas City, Chicago, and Texas oh. kids, that's where they basically, you know, recruit at. Mm-hmm. Bring all these kids here. You got Kansas City kids playing this. Mm-hmm. We hear it, boom, it's a dance to it. Okay.
1: That's so
0: crazy. Yeah, Mr. Fab. Yep. I, I'm hip. I'm hip. Mm-hmm. That's what's up though. Yeah. I love Mr. Fab. I had like a big crush on him in high
1: school. You and i remember do. like i met him because like you know that's when the hype tours and like the hype movement was like really big mm-hmm. he came to stockton i met him Ugh. and like now like when i see him at industry events like he knows me he'd be like i'm proud of you so it just it's good how life comes back full circle
0: you he still have a cool. crush on him
1: mm-hmm. yeah i was just like that's my man now i don't feel that way now like i feel like damn that's the big homie like he real solid he cool that's what's up yeah
0: mm-hmm. r&b Favorite R and B artist
1: Keisha Cole from East Oakland is not up for debate, and I will fight you and your mom How
0: did I know you was gonna say Keisha Cole?
1: Mm, I love me some Keisha Cole, and I got to meet her before. She's so sweet, yeah. so sweet. I got to talk to her um through the shade room and got exclusive with her when she said she was retiring. Like she's so sweet. I hate when people be trying to play with my girl, but she's the queen of Oakland. Ain't nobody seeing her. That's my girl.
0: Period. Used to think that I wasn't
1: <laughs> now. Love me some Keisha.
0: And I used to think that I was oh, yeah, and I won't waste my time trying to figure out why you playing games, what's this all about? And I can't, man. That song, I think that song broke a record on uh 106 and park. I think it was the most requested Continuous. video at number one oh, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. That that song definitely broke records on 106 and park. Keisha mm-hmm. Cole, hey, Keisha Cole is up there for sure. She's a legend.
1: What's I mean, your I have, I have biopic come out too? It's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be lit. Uh what's your top five in these categories? So top five hip hop artists of all time, top five. Well, let's talk with like
1: them type of list. Why not? Because <laughs> there's so many people to put in the top five.
0: I mean, your top five favorite. I mean, you know, like
1: okay. Um I'm gonna just I'm gonna do top five girl rappers of now because all right a lot of girls that's so bomb so yeah. of course Megan the Stallion um uh, is this like- an
0: order or like you not no going no
1: after? no well Megan is gonna be my top so yeah okay um I guess I guess Megan is the top but everybody else can just kind of follow where they are so Megan Cardi um oh I really do like Ken the man she's from Houston I love Ken the man she's so bomb um who else do I like female wives Kamaya, i do still like Kamaya. she's still popping i like how she got her own unique west coast thing i'm um, gonna
0: say she's from west coast too
1: she's from oakland too who else do i like i really like mona leo she's up next um she's pregnant right now too so i'm like that baby ain't gonna stop nothing that's four. who else who else, who else i be listening to a lot that i like from the west coast word who, who, who else i be listening to I'm trying to think well, them is the four girls that I be listening to the most, so them is like, my... I gotta do five, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and me! <laughs> Shoot, my uh, okay. <laughs> okay,
0: there you go. That's your top five right there. Top
1: five, five, okay. Live it down. R&B. Um, R&B, okay. Keisha Cole, of course. Mm-hmm. I do love Summer Walker. I love Summer Walker. She is very talented. Ari Lennox. Um... I'm, i like alex Vaughn. she's a new artist um i'm getting into her more because i've seen her on tour with ari linux um who else do i be listening to jagged edge i just met two of the members at lovers and friends they were so sweet
0: okay.
1: um who was that five
0: that sound yep that was five yeah. so since you brought up jagged edge i assume that's your favorite 90s r&b group
1: Yeah, for the males. Look, I mean, you know, when your parents like put you on to something, like I can remember like growing up, like Mary J. Blogg, my mom, we had a Ford Escort. This is when I was still an only child. So this was way back when. So we had the Ford Escort. My mom played what's the 411? The cassette tape. So Mary was a staple growing up. Yes, the cassette. And then Jagged Edge, like the J.E. Heartbreak, like that was an album. Like niggas don't be begging no more. Can we bring back when men beg? That's funny. Bring it back like the begging, like the girl don't leave me. Like, I cannot breathe without you. Like, what I'm going to do without you? The house is not going to be a home. Like,
0: that's hilarious. He,
1: like, then don't be begging no more.
0: You you took me uh, you said cassette tapes um, <laughs> and I'm not going to name one person because uh, he canceled, but his his cassette tapes, oh, like, my man, mom's Misa Bishi yeah. Golan and, and Corsica, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't going to say him. But I think my favorite uh, R&B group, Drew Hill.
1: Oh, Drew Hill, there's bomb too. I yeah. feel like as, as, you know, we get older, like we always knew that these groups were fired. But mm-hmm. it's like a resurgence with like, um, tell me, because you know, everybody do the dance. 10, 15 years ago, people wasn't doing the dance to that song. But I feel like now, like, groups are getting this extra love from like maybe our generation that they're Definitely
0: our generation. Because like, these are songs we grew up on you know
1: yeah that too but it's like the can we talk like we've always known that's been a great song and maybe just because i'm an adult and i'm i'm outside and i can go to the clubs i wasn't going to clubs when i was younger but now it's just like okay y'all running this song out fantasia y'all running this song out too can we get another like black anthem because they're running them out
0: yeah <laughs> that's in
1: my opinion
0: that's hilarious that is hilarious it's it's interesting to hear your intake on on music <laughs> especially since you like you know, in the industry and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, I guess. Do you? Do you watch a lot of movies as well? Like, do you have like favorite actors, actresses?
1: Um. I watch movies. I don't know. I feel like nowadays, like I've been trying to get into the Tubi movies because that's I like the the drama. <laughs> but I be into Tubi movies. Like, um, I will watch a regular movie. Like, I'll go to the movies. It just kind of depends. Like. My favorite movie is Friday. Like we just got those OG black actors, like the Denzel, the Angela Bassett. Like we know they are gonna kill. Yeah. Um, but some of the new actors that I like, I like Trevante Rhodes, and I do like Aldis Hodge. I got I be catching on the shows real late, so I think like I watch more TV shows sometimes not movies, but like the Underground Show with Journey Smollett was so good. Why did they cancel it? Love Crash Country. That was I, got,
0: I gotta see that i gotta see those i've heard it was good
1: them. it was about yeah. slaves and it was good and like love love county a uh,
0: craft country yeah country
1: yes country yeah <laughs> yes. that's what you know what i meant
0: <laughs> yeah I i haven't seen it um i heard i still need to see i think the very first episode i was just thrown off i'm like what the what
1: it was very sci-fi and like what you wouldn't expect but it was like so many twists and turns like that was a good show like i need shows that's gonna grab my attention like i'm not one of the people that watch power because it's just like what i never seen snow fall like what
0: whoa time out what are you doing
1: i be at work (laughs) but no like i haven't watched those shows like it's crazy because my grandma be watching power like my grandma be watching that type of stuff and like if i try to catch up everything is on social media i already know what happened to franklin and I did go back. I'm not gonna lie. I did go back and watch the first episode and maybe 20 minutes in, I'm like, this is not holding my attention. Now I do like um, BMS. So I like, like, those are the type of actors that I like, I'm like, okay, they keeping my attention. I like Raising Kanan, Um, But I couldn't get into um, Snowfall. I, I, that, that episode was not keeping me. So I already know what happened. I know Wanda was a crackhead. She got off the drugs. She married the guy. Uncle, um, Jerome died, and Franklin is on the streets, so I don't need to go back. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I hope you're looking at my, <laughs> my face right now. I know
1: I'm like your face. You're so mad, but convince. Tell me why I should go back and watch Snowfall.
0: Because you in media, like you need to know all. Of this. I know. <laughs> I know you already
1: know. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm seeing, like I I with my job, I have to keep my ears to the street. I gotta know who the next up and coming person is, I gotta know who's sleeping with who. I gotta know all of these things. And I see it on Twitter, I see it on Facebook, I see it on all of the social media platforms. They're talking about it on TikTok. Like, I know what be going on. I'm just not about to go back and watch the show.
0: Do you watch the shy?
1: I do watch The Shy. Now that is okay. a good show. But right. did I start it from the beginning? No. But I was watching it a couple seasons with my mom. And, you know, we be kicking because when Ro- I didn't like when they killed Ronnie, that was cold. But I liked how Keisha got out and trying to see how she maneuvered. So The Shy was a great show.
0: What about I- Abbott Elementary?
1: I don't watch Abbott Elementary.
0: <laughs> That's a very good show. I love I that know. show
1: the thing is like because i'm so like i'm so out the loop with i don't even say i'm out the loop because obviously i know the show i know the awards and how um shirley ralph is killing it in the industry like this is her breakout role so i know what be going on but then i watching the show no i just gotta do better that's it i need to do better when it comes to watching the show my co-workers tell me all the time like we're not gonna actually you be seen it because you're just gonna wait months to see it so, i know
0: you've yeah. seen p valley
1: oh yeah i watched p valley yeah, P Valley is it, and I but I'm gonna have to wait. We gonna wait two, three years, a Mississippi minute to come back. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I mean, you never know.
1: Well, maybe they might come back this year. I don't know.
0: Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of another show that I watch. I watch all these shows. I'm naming, okay. by the way.
1: Well, put uh, me on to something new, like something I should be watching. Like, what type of shows do you like to watch? That's like not drama, the typical like shows black people watch.
0: Abbott Elementary.
1: <laughs> it
0: i don't feel like enough of us are though
1: okay that's interesting i haven't heard anybody say that because i feel like it's been so received well received by the black community that i would think that all the black people was watching it but that's a different perspective i haven't heard that
0: i mentioned it to people and they'd be like yeah i heard it but i don't watch i'd be like well who the hell watching the show like it'd be having all good ratings you know but since yep. it is on abc and i feel like it can be relatable mm-hmm. across cultures that's what you know makes it but I, I feel like we we definitely as a culture need to watch Abbott Elementary a lot closer. I love that show.
1: I'm gonna um, go. I think it's on Hulu and I got somebody else. yeah it's
0: on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Shout out to Cheryl Lee Raff. Yes, Delta Sigma Theta for sure.
1: Yes for sure. Because it's
0: yeah. about Greek unity period. Yeah yeah and all the other Greeks I can name on the other shows. Um
1: oh well like Mari
0: Harwick Brandy Evans Gail Bean like
1: mm, the list yeah.
0: goes on. Um shout out to all of them um where can people uh follow you
1: oh okay um so you can follow me at china just like the country underscore the word love lace put it together so china underscore love lace i am on oh let me put my mac charger in here um Uh i am on instagram and i'm on twitter um if you are not one of my people that i know in real life you don't need to follow me on facebook because that's my government so yeah
0: that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I feel you on that. Um for anyone that's interested in uh whether, you know, they might have a mass communications degree and they want to work for a brand or a company or whatever the case may be, what advice would you give them?
1: Um ooh, that's a good question. Um don't be afraid to take risks and bet on yourself. Um if you paid attention to the whole conversation about my journey from Uh, Virginia State to working at the shade room like I always bet on myself I quit jobs um, to do unpaid internships because I knew that that job was going to get me to where I'm at today, rather than working at a call center. Now I'm not saying don't take care of yourself and do something that you need to pay your bills but don't forget about your passion. Like my mom used to always be like, I didn't go to uh, work all these hours to put you through the school. So for you to be working these dead end jobs, like work a job that you have passion for. So just never stop betting on yourself. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get to where you want to be. Just be persistent. Um, If you want to work in radio, do a podcast, start something of your own so that you can show like, hey, I'm already doing this at this level, but I want to take it to the next level. And this is where I should be at and how your company can help me. If you wanna be on camera and you wanna be a red carpet reporter, if you gotta use your phone, do that. If you can afford to get a camera, do that. Don't be afraid to pitch yourself and go out there to those events because that's what I did before I got the job at the shade room. I have something to bring to these companies. Um, But yeah, we have so much access to social media technology that you don't have to really wait for someone to create an opportunity for you. So definitely if you're in college, start now if you're not in a sorority um or you know lean into your college context because um a lot of the people that i went to college with or just you know the hbc community like we like to you know support each other and you know lean on each other those people are in my same profession and they're doing great so i can reach out to so and so i went to college with, like hey girl hope all is well i see you work with this artist i'm trying to do x y and z can you connect me because people either gonna say yes or no but if you don't ever shoot your shot you're not gonna know so just don't be afraid to put yourself out there and if it's something that you can do don't let anybody tell you can't just as long as you have the supportive circle around you and you believe in yourself you can do it
0: yeah for sure that's advice of the night from china (laughs) lovelace y'all (laughs) (laughs) that's what's up hey look at you spin knowledge okay i know you i don't know i'm just playing playing, i don't
1: know i mean i try to i try to give people you know what i wish somebody would have told me
0: um and my dms are always
1: open yeah my dms are always open i get people reaching out to me like how can i work at the shade room or how do i get my foot in the door like my dms are open just greet me i just i want you to greet me and just be like hey don't just send a message and don't say nothing just say hello first Yeah. yeah and i got you
0: i feel it i feel it yeah. what's up well fam i appreciate you for coming to the podcast yes. um it's been a pleasure thank you for taking the time out on your busy tuesday i know you got to find out who messed with who right now um, <laughs> no, i'm just kidding, tomorrow. just kidding
1: i'm off for tonight back back on it tomorrow
0: <laughs> okay for sure for sure
1: but yes thank you so much for having me and this was great I, i'm looking forward to doing things with you in the future
0: oh yeah for sure fam we definitely we definitely gonna do something in the future for sure. You know, um, I'm gonna see you on my after we finish recording. I'm gonna wrap okay. so with you. Okay. Um, but yeah, y'all. This is the episode featuring China Lovelace. I'm Mr. Profit's be like, y'all know where to find me. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button on YouTube if you're watching. And also, if you haven't, hit that subscribe button on whatever your favorite podcast platform you're listening to: Apple, Spotify, Google Play Pro Podcast. This is the Pro Fights Be Like podcast, and we are out of here.
1: Bye.